Hello friends, welcome to the SOS Podcast. I'm your host Carl, thanks for joining me today. If you're new to the channel, welcome. I hope you stick around for a while. I do want to apologize for how I might sound this morning. The allergies are real today, so uh, you can just forgive me. I'll do the best that I can to get through this. Today I want to talk about Genesis chapter 2, specifically starting in verse 18. I won't read it, but this is the account of God determining or stating that it is not good for man to be alone. Adam had been given the earth to work, specifically the Garden of Eden to tend to. God had created animals out of the dirt, and Adam named them. Adam was to subdue the earth, but he didn't have anyone to help him. And even with all the creatures that God had created, he said there was no suitable helper for man. So God created woman. We might be tempted to look at that word helper in the passage and say, oh, God created this woman so that Adam would have someone to help him do the work. But we know from the nature of their relationship, this was not about Adam having a work buddy, right? Eve was his wife, the mother of his children. This was really about companionship. The interesting thing was that God was there in the garden, yet he said it is not good for man to be alone. There was some kind of companionship that Adam could not get from the animals, could not get from the Lord, but could only get from another person. Obviously, if we're talking about romantic companionship and relationship like that, there's a reason why God created a woman for Adam, but we're not talking about that today. We're just talking about human companionship. The reason I bring this up is that I stumbled upon a YouTube channel in the last couple days of this woman who lives in her van, and she calls herself an extreme introvert. But she posts all these videos online of the adventures and problems of living in a vehicle. Now she works a normal, regular job, so she takes you through her daily routine, what it's like to work a normal, regular job and not go home to a house, not sleep physically in the same place every night because she's parking this thing in different places, how you manage doing things like bathing and doing the laundry and cooking and all that stuff while living in a van. Not even a big RV, but just a van big enough to have a little kitchen, shower, things like that. So I'm watching this video, and she makes it a point pretty often. I think maybe even the title of her channel is something about introverted something. But she makes it a pretty big point to talk about how she just likes to be by herself. So I thought it was interesting that she was making these videos and making them pretty regularly. And I thought, you know, if you watch a video, she's engaging us. She's speaking to us. It's almost like... We're right there and she's just telling us her story, not to a camera, not to a lens, but to people. She's taking us with her when she goes places and does things. So I started watching a couple episodes and I got to the episode where it was her birthday and she started explaining that she has a few very good close friends who she sees very infrequently, but she likes spending time alone. She likes spending her birthday alone. And she takes you through the downtown area where she lives to her favorite bakery. She buys some cupcakes. She shows you what she bought. She tells you she's so excited to have her birthday cupcake. That's her treat to herself every year. 
Then you have a scene of her in her van with that cupcake, blowing out a candle. Actually, it wasn't even a candle. She just had a lighter she was holding. And she seemed so happy to be there with her cupcake celebrating her birthday. And she seemed to be doing this alone, but she wasn't. This was being broadcast for thousands of people to watch and share with her. And I thought that said something pretty profound. I don't know if this channel makes any money. I don't know if this is part of her livelihood. But I do know one thing. There is a craving for companionship there. She may think she wants to be alone and likes to be alone. But there's a reason why she's sharing all of this with people who aren't really there, but I think to her, feel like they're there. We all have times when we don't want to see anybody. We just want to be by ourselves with our thoughts. That's fine. I live alone. I get a lot of that. If I want to be with people, I go be with people. If I don't want to be with people, I don't have to be with people. There's no rule saying that we need to be around others all the time or that we need to want that. But I think scripture is clear that we were not created to be alone, especially if you're part of the church. Because if you're part of the church, then you're part of the church body. You're part of a group of people who make up a single unit. We're supposed to be united in spirit. We're supposed to be united in purpose. Scripture talks about the different parts of the body having different functions. The eye cannot do what the arm is designed to do. The foot cannot do what the ears are designed to do. If you're part of the body of Christ, you have a specific function in that body. But you can't carry that out if you disconnect yourself from everyone else. A big lie of the enemy is that we don't need anybody. That's ego. That's pride. That leads you to, not only do I not need other people, I don't need companionship. I don't need help. I don't need God. I don't need anything outside of myself. We just were not designed to be introverts. I know that psychology tells us there are different kinds of people, and some are extroverts, and some are introverts, and there are varying degrees in between. And I suppose there's nothing wrong with having a preference regarding how many people you want to be around and how often. But at the end of the day, we were not designed to be alone. God created us for community. And specifically within the church, the point is to be a part of that community, part of that kingdom. There's nothing wrong with alone time, but we can't be part of the kingdom of God, but do it all on our own. I spoke with someone in the last couple weeks who said, I have a really good personal relationship with the Lord, but I don't need the church. I don't need some guy at a pulpit Sunday mornings telling me how to live my life. I don't need to hear someone else's interpretation of the scriptures. I'm good with God, and that's all I need. And I did not want to be combative. And I said a few things. But what I really wanted to say was, if you don't need the church, if you don't want the church, if you don't love the church, then you don't want God. You don't want his kingdom. You can't have it both ways. You can't say, Lord, I love you, but man, I don't need to be a part of your people. You're not a part of his people. You're not a part of him. We were designed to be with each other. We're designed to reign together. We're designed to conquer evil together. If we say we love the Lord and we say we want to be a part of his kingdom, then we have to be a part of his church, which means that we don't get to do this alone. 
In fact, it's a detriment to even try. We shouldn't want to do this alone. We should want to be a part of the church family he's created for us. Take those minutes to be alone when you need them. But don't think that that's how you're supposed to live your life. We're here to get through this together as a unit, as a body, as a church, the body of Christ. If you really don't desire the unity and the community that God requires of those who love him and follow him, then I think you have a few things to think about. Father God, thank you, Lord, that you've given us one another. Thank you, God, that you put no man or woman here on earth to go through it alone, to figure it out alone. God, you support us, you direct us, and you give us so much insight and value in one another. Father, we thank you, God, for every time you've spoken to us through a fellow brother or sister, given us wisdom and knowledge through another believer. Lord, we just ask that you would strengthen the church, bring her closer together, and continue to purify her until your son returns. Father, we love you, and we can't wait to see you face to face. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Good day, and God bless. We hope you have enjoyed this week's episode of the Sold Out Soul podcast. If you would like to sow financially into the work that we're doing here, please visit soulsrestoredministries.org and click the donate button.